In today's show, we've got news about the uh, Takumi Tai restaurant, which is now open. Mm-hmm. The Sensational Six. Fab Five are dead. Mm-hmm. Sensational Six. Yep. I, you know, Daisy Man, I'm telling you. Uh, we've got meetups, we've got trivia, and so much more all in today's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times and get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. All right, everybody, welcome to the show. Welcome back from Hotlanta. Oh man, buddy, you telling me? Telling me? Was it hot? It's a little warm, but it wasn't. It wasn't so much. It was warmer than here. Mm. It's just less humidity. Oh, that's good. So it was nice. You'd walk outside. It was like, oh man, it's really hot. You didn't get a heat index warning on your phone saying it was going to be 110. (laughs) No, I did not. Yeah, I saw that. You you texted me. I'm like, duh. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So, how was your fourth? Did when you your do... phone has to alert you that it's going to be hot, <laughs> that's a problem. That's yeah. a problem. That's a problem right there in River yeah. City. Yeah. Uh, how was your fourth of July? What'd you do? It was pretty quiet. Pretty, yeah. Uh, yeah. Pretty uneventful. Nice. No, no fireworks. None. You didn't go well, to see fireworks except for my neighbors that decided to do them at you know ten eleven uh, o'clock at night. Oh well. Actually, they were actually pretty peaceful this year. There were none at uh, past like eleven. We had uh, we had some fireworks up near where I was. Mm-hmm. Um, we had fireworks in the backyard. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch those. I was hanging out with the dog inside because uh-huh. the dog was losing her mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, no, no barking. She's yeah. just like really stressed. Um, so yeah, I didn't see any fireworks. Wasn't really all that interested. Mm-hmm. I'd spent the day actually. My lovely wife Sarah Irene, had run the uh, Peachtree Road Race. Very proud of her. She did right. great. Uh, but I was actually, uh, I, I didn't need to go see fireworks because my, uh, my cousin's husband took me to go to the firing oh, range. Oh, fireworks. Went and shot off some guns. Sure, so some guns. And had some GSR on me. If I'd have been pulled over by had the a cops. Little and, little hey, little man, little you, little got, little you got some uh, gun residue on your hands? Yes, sir, I do. Uh, what you been doing? You been firing some guns? You, you murdered somebody? No, I was just firing some guns. Let me. Uh, we're going to have to check that right now. Did you hear any banjos? We weren't that far north, <laughs> although <laughs> yeah, we were we were we were coming home. Uh-oh. Uh oh. <laughs> no, we were going up. We were coming up to Georgia. We were driving through Middle Georgia, and some radio station, because we were listening to country, started playing dueling banjos. Sid looks at me. She's like, "Drive faster." Your banjos. So anyway, other than that, let's know in the chat room. Let's know in the chat room how your Fourth of July was. You might venture into the parks. Uh, we are. I did. It was. Uh, we were going to go see the Epcot fireworks because it's the last. Yeah. Illuminations for. <coughs> with the uh, fourth tag, but it started raining. <coughs> yeah. So That's... we decided not to uh, go do. It. I think there was a rain delay for the Magic Kingdom broadcast. There was. That explains yeah. why it didn't start on yeah. time. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. It was a rain delay. I guess all, all the fireworks got moist. So I had to <laughs> quick dry them off, put them back in the tube. Let's reload. Yeah, yeah. All right. I, I'm assuming they're covered or yeah. In, in I would assume that yeah. they probably are, yeah. but you never know. Yeah, you, you never, never know. never with Disney. You never know. 
Uh, all right. So, uh, anything else you want to add? No. Let's get into the, the news. news. And now, Disney Parks Podcast News. All right, before we get into that, I do want to make sure that we talk about our good friends over at Destinations to Travel. Uh, if you're planning on a cruise, a European vacation, a vacation to any of the Disney parks around the world, Destinations uh, to Travel is the choice for all of your travel needs. Even if you're planning your own travel, it's always great to reach out and talk to a travel planner because they might be able to find ways to save you time, save you money, save you frustration, and you never want to be traveling on your own and a problem pop up uh, because if that happens and you don't have a travel agent, guess what? You're dealing with that on your own, my friend. That's right. Uh, so check them out. What we want to encourage you to do is go to DisneyParksPodcast.com slash the letter D, the number two, travel. That's DisneyParksPodcast.com, the letter D, the number two, travel. Fill out that little form and one of their amazing travel plans will get back to you just as soon as possible. And uh, we want to thank our friends uh, and our sponsors, Destinations, to travel. All right. So, uh, speaking of traveling, traveling to the Japan Pavilion, uh, Takumi Thai restaurants now open uh, at Epcot. If you're looking for a new and unique place to dine, then we can uh, share this exciting piece of news. Takumi Thai, the official open at Epcot, located in World Showcase, the new signature table service restaurant is the latest addition to the Japanese Pavilion. Mm hmm. The entire Takumi Thai experience is focused on giving you a better understanding of Japanese culture, as explained to you by the Japanese cultural representatives. From the moment you walk in to the moment you put down your chopsticks for the last time, you will feel as though if you have been transported to the island nation and learn about Japanese traditions and their connection hmm. to the natural world. Uh, also, uh, in addition to the incredible price-fixed multi-course tasting menu and a chef's table experience, the dinner menu highlights Wagyu beef in a sublime setting along with sushi, sashimi, unique desserts, signature cocktails, premium sake, and so much more. Appetizers from Takumi Thai. Uh, you can start your meal with uh, appetizers like uh, tea, ooh, tea? T-N. Uh, meaning garden and featuring compressed watermelon and tuna sashimi. Uh, Nagomi, wa Nakomi Wagyu, braised Wagyu short rib with roasted bone marrow, or Hama no Kani, which is crab on the beach, featuring crab tossed <laughs> in a light ponzu sauce, as well as toasted crab. Uh, for vegetarian options, you can dine on the uh, agadashi tofu with fried silken tofu, brown butter, black rice, and uh, shimiji mushrooms. I'm hopefully I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, entrees include the exquisite dishes like the... Oh, jeez. Thanks for giving me this article. <laughs> Kamarozu and the Takumi... Jeez, oh, Pete. Yeah. Takumi... They couldn't, like, uh, you know, Americanize any of these? Yeah, I think <laughs> I got this one. The Takumi... Uh, uh, Uniku. Uniku. The Kamu Rose features roasted marinated duck and a kabocha squash, edamame beans, Japanese mizuna, cured duck egg yolk, and a grape reduction. The Takumi Yanuki, Yanuku, uh, or roasted, excuse me, artisan beef, shines a spotlight on a Japanese A5 Wagyu beef tenderloin with leek sauce, uh, warshita, 
uh, short rib gyoza, roast cipollini onion, cured potato, and seasonal mushrooms. That's a mouthful. It's a, it's a tongue twister. Uh, for the sushi and sashimi lovers, there are several del- delicious options. On the maki sushi menu, you'll find uh, mosaiku uh, featuring a tuna, yellowtail, and asparagus. You can also try the uh, tamari sushi featuring a chef-selected assortment of oceanic delicacies. Or if sashimi is more your style, then the takumi sashimi entree features tuna, toro, salmon, yellowtail, uni, and ikura. Uh, as of today, Takomi Thai is open for dinner in the Japan Pavilion at Epcot starting at 4 p.m. daily. Walk-ups are currently being accepted and reservations will be available beginning on July 16th. With bookings starting that same day, for more information, you can visit the Walt Disney World Resort or call 407-WDW-DINE. To make reservations for the Chef Table dining experience, you can call uh, Mitsukoshi directly, which is the company that owns Definitely. all of the pavilion. Yeah. Uh, at 407-827-8504. Very nice. Don't say anything about Godzilla. <laughs> There's still, still a little twitching. Godzilla coming. Did you see Godzilla? The no, new, I the didn't. King of the Monsters? I didn't. Great movie. Yeah. I loved it. Uh, I'd, I'd like to try this. I like the Japan, I like Japanese food. So I do as well. Yeah. I would love to go yeah. to do this. Let me know when you're going. I'll, yeah. I'll tag along. All right. Sounds good. Hey, next up, the uh, Sensational Six. We read it a... Uh, person to the fab five <laughs> yay are now rolling out and let, let i have to say this because i posted something and somebody said well it's not these are not new buses they are refurbished buses that are wrapped and they've added a couple of things like yeah. usb plugins right, right? yep so the next time you're on a disney world bus uh be on the lookout for mickey and his friends uh, this month, Walt Disney World buses are taking on a new look, adorned with the Sensational Six, which include now Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Daisy, Goofy, and Pluto. Uh, from the red and yellow colors of Mickey's attire to the iconic Minnie uh, polka dots and the pastel use of Daisy, you will now arrive at your favorite destination in full Disney style. So they dressed up the gondolas. Now they're dressing up the buses. Got to plus up the bus. Yep. Uh, and as if boarding a colorful uh, bus worthy of a selfie isn't enough, you will also enjoy the refreshing interiors that include brand new blue seats, mm, blue <laughs> laminated floors, little laminated floors, and some Walt Disney World buses will even have. USB charging ports conveniently located between the seats throughout so you can stay in touch with family and friends and keep your camera ready to capture every moment when the bus crashes off the side of the road. (laughs) On a Disney bus. (laughs) Uh, The new buses sure uh, bring uh, a fun look to the complimentary Walt Disney World Transportation. I wish they would bring, which they said they were not going to bring, that sorcerer class bus mm-hmm. to Disney World. I heard it was awesome. It was spectacular. <laughs> there was music. There was lights. There, there was comfortable seats. Uh, it was everything you would want on a Disney bus. There were charging ports. There were all kinds of stuff on there. Was there a DJ in the back? <laughs> no. <laughs> but it was. There was like entertainment in the back ish. You know, it played like trivia and stuff and games and things. It, it, 
It's everything you wanted on a Disney bus that we're never going to see. Welcome to Bus de Soleil. <laughs> yeah. Da, 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 da. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, so last week, John, we had a trivia question. Oh, yeah. What was it? It was, what is Simba's mother's name? Uh, J- Janie. Janie's mom has got it going on. Janie's mom's No, what's, what's her name? I really don't know. Uh, Sarabi. S-A-R-A-B-I is the correct answer. Nice. And Carol is the winner. And Good job, Carol. It's in the mail, as we like to say, Carol. Or at least it will be tomorrow when I put it in the mailbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, still keeping with our Lion King theme. Mm-hmm. What was the first major character mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to appear on mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the screen mm-hmm. in the Lion King animated film? The castle. I was thinking Bugs Bunny. Mm, that would have been a good choice, too. But he saw a Tweety Bird. <laughs> a Tony Tall Pooty Tat. If you know the correct answer, send that to uh, Disney Parks Podcast at uh, a Gmail. Adopt com. Uh, and uh, this show is not going till next week now because we're going to. Correct. Gonna, yeah. Okay. Uh, so we're going to keep. We'll talk about this until the show airs so that right. you can get your chance. Yep. Uh, we did an interview with uh, Trish Dobb, who wrote a book, actually, several books. Uh, that you can get her books for twelve fifty or two for twenty five because she's got more than one. I think she's got four or five books. Yeah. Uh, they just you have to order directly from her on Instagram or Facebook or via email and mention the Disney Parks podcast show to get the uh, twelve fifty or two for twenty five deal. And you'll understand why when we air the show the following week. You can get two books for twelve fifty, but you get one book for twelve fifty, but you get two, two for twenty five. <laughs> that might not be correct. Yeah. But no, we'll, no. Yeah, we'll find out. Hey, uh, like I said earlier, we just got done recording two shows for our Patreon family. And you can find out more about Patreon over at patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. If you love the show, you want to help support us, keep the show live on the air. We do a lot of great stuff for our Patreons. And you can go over to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. We got uh, exclusive content. It's available only for those groups, uh, the Patreons. We do two shows just for you. You can't hear them anywhere else except on Patreon. And uh, if you like when Tony and I are just talking about stuff that we're passionate about as far as Disney's concerned, uh, that's really the show for you. Here we're talking about news and stuff like that, and you get a little bit of our opinion. Uh, but over there you get a ton of our opinion and very little news. So it's all the fun bits and none of the real smart bits. That's really not right either, but you get the point. Uh, so go over to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. We have a great rewards tiers. Uh, so for as little as $5 a month, you can get access to those two shows. Uh, and as much as you'd like to support the show, we've got uh, special gifts and goodies uh, just for you guys. So go check that out, and we appreciate it uh, very much. Uh, hey, Tony, did you know that there's new designer ear headbands revealed from the Disney Parks designer collection coming to Disney Parks and Shop Disney? Oh, yes, I did. Uh, Released on July 5th, a decadent gold mini ear headband perfectly weaves the classic look of Alex and Ani with their iconic silhouette of Minnie. Engraved on the sides of the headband, Alex and Ani encourages you to, and I'm quoting here, follow your path and listen. Listen to your heart. Anyway. Uh, Mickey ears have been designed by Disney artist and our friend Noah. 
Nice. I have to get him on the show. Yes. Uh, coming later this month, uh, a classic design by Disney artist Noah honoring the man who started it all, Walt Disney, and his pal, a Mickey Mouse. Mm. For those located at the Disneyland Resort, Noah will be making an appearance at Disneyana and Disneyland Park for a signing of the ears. On, for a signing of the, of the ears. ears. <laughs> on July 26th and 28th from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. And on the 27th from 11 a.m. till 2 p.m. There's also a Haunted Mansion-inspired mini-ear headband. Next Ooh. month, will be uh, Disney will be releasing a ghostly mini-ear headband just in time for the Haunted Mansion's 50th anniversary. The ears, designed by Disney Imagineer Kim Irvine, who is best known as the art director of Disneyland Park and the face of Madame Leota. Oh, nice. In Haunted Mansion holiday are reversible uh from the front featuring none other than madame Yoda herself the headband will be available at disneyland resort on august 9th walt disney world resort on august 10th and online at shopdisney.com on august 12th we'll take a little day break on the 11th yeah then release them and on the fifth day disney had to take a break and on <laughs> on the fifth day disney counted money uh, this design will be available early to purchase at the Haunted Mansion celebrating 50 years of retirement unliving. A separately ticketed event to be held on August 7th and 8th at Disneyland Resort and the Disney Villains After Hours, a separately ticketed event held mm-hmm. on August 8th at Walt Disney World Resort. Tickets for both events are still available. Nice. Ba-da-boom. Princess Leia bun-inspired mini-ear headbands by Her Universe are yeah. coming. Yep. Um, from a galaxy far, far away by Star Wars actress Ashley Eckstein mm-hmm. from her universe. They will be landing at Disneyland Resort, Walt Disney World Resort, and online at ShopDisney.com on October 4th at this year's D23 Expo at Disney Dream Store. Fans will have the first chance to purchase this interstellar design that they can rock on their next visit to Batu. That's the best free app I've ever downloaded. Uh, there's a Mickey ear hat by Shaq. No, wait. Hang on. Let Shag. Me... Thanks. I had to scratch that out. Shag. <laughs> Hipster Mickey ear hat by Jared um, Maruyama. Yeah. Yep, who's been on the show. Uh, good friend of ours. Yep. Uh, fans attending this year's D23 Expo will have the first chance to purchase the Hipster Mickey ear hat, complete mm-hmm. with glasses and slouch beanie by Jared, uh, as well as the Tiki-rific Mickey ear hat by Shag at Disney Dream Store. Both will be available later this year in both coasts. Check out the latest release schedule for Alex and Ani's July 25th. Noah is the 26th. Uh, Kim Irvine is August 9th. Betsy Johnson is August 16th. Shag is on August 26th. Heidi Klum. (coughs) What? Making Disney ears. Uh, September 28th, Her Universe launches on October 4th. Lounge flies fall of 2019. Yeah, Jared, the people that make all the backpacks. Though. Yeah, Jared's fall yep. of 2019, the blondes. <coughs> Coach. <coughs> Hang on. I'll get it out. John's dying over here. <coughs> Joe Rody. How fast do you think those will go? I think... If, Joe if those things are mechanical in any way, they should have a little earring they, thing. They got like a two, like a two-year minimum, and they're going to break. Uh, on <laughs> they August, they have little dangles coming that's right. down from. On the- April, uh, in April of 2020, Joe Rody's ears are going to go live. Vera Wang, 
Yep. Her ears on uh, spring of 2020. Cupcakes and cashmere. Uh, her universe has some new ears coming out in spring. Uh, Kevin Rafferty, uh, Carly Kloss, and John Coulter will all have ears coming out mm-hmm. in 2020. Each release will be available at the Disney Dress Shop, Disneyana, and off the page at Disneyland Resort in California. Ever After Jewelry Company and Accessories, Mouse Gear, Uptown, Uptown Jewelers, uh, Once Upon a Time, and Discovery Trading Company, Walt Disney World Resort in Florida, and online at shopdisney.com slash Disney dash parks dash designer dash collection. Jeez, that's a long article. Yeah. What do you guys think about all that? Yeah. That's exciting. That, we got some. There's a lot of ear stuff coming out. A lot of really cool yeah. things coming. Nothing for the guys, but a lot of ears coming out. Yeah. Well, that, yeah. All right, yeah. the next uh, story broke the internet. Yep. And if you're a Patreon, you'll hear all about it. You'll hear our take on it only in the Patreons. Yep. Uh, Haley Bailey, not Haley Berry. Dang it. Got to make that uh, differentiation. It's the Haley Bailey. <laughs> will portray Ariel in the live-action production of Disney's The Little a Mermaid. Haley Bailey, cast member of Freeform's Grown-ish, and the R&B group Clo X Hale. That's Chloe. Oh, okay. X Hale. All right. Uh, has been announced as a member of Disney's upcoming live-action retelling. I like the way they said that. Re- retelling of the Little Mermaid. Yep. Uh, Bailey will portray Ariel. Boop. And uh, we'll be singing iconic songs that we all know and love from the animated feature, as well as new additions from Alan Menken and Lynn Manuel Miranda. The new. Wait, 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 wait. Swimming in the ocean, doing my thing. My dad comes in and says, What are you doing here? That's going to be awful. It's going to be great. I'm just kidding. Uh, the remake will be directed by Rob Marshall. Hey, that's good. Who uh, had this to say about the decision to cast Bailey. And another country chimes in. <laughs> After an extensive search, it was abundantly clear that Haley possesses the rare combination of spirit, heart, youth, innocence, and substance abuse. <laughs> oh, substance just, plus. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> substance plus a glorious singing voice, all intrinsic qualities to play this iconic role. D23 has stated that the production on The Little Mermaid is anticipated to uh, commence in early 2020. So, by way of a poll in the uh, chat room, what do you guys think about... Hashtag not my aerial or or hashtag hashtag my aerial. aerial. There you go. Hashtag not my aerial or Or hashtag hashtag my my aerial. aerial. Let us know what you guys think. Mm -hmm. Um... What do you think? Hashtag my aerial, hashtag not hashtag my aerial. Hashtag not my aerial. Hashtag not my aerial. And if you want to know all the reasons why, go listen uh, to our Patreon show. Yeah. But you'd have to be a Patreon to listen to the Patreon. That's right. Uh, I have I have problems with that decision because it's going to force people to make, uh, well, it's going to force people to have some really awkward conversations with their kids. Plus, it's going to force Disney to have two versions of Ariel. Mm. You'll have the iconic version of Ariel and you'll have the new version of Ariel. Right. Ariel. And Disney's probably thinking, that's great. Why do I go? Anytime I talk about Disney, I go into Vincent Invoice. That's great. Now you can buy both. That's <laughs> that's what they're thinking. You're going into your uh, Lou Mangello voice? Mm, no. <laughs> Roman Reigns. No. 
Uh, it's it's uh it's uh the guy from WWE. Yeah. Disneyland pass holders can receive a free button when using mobile order. Apparently, they don't use it enough, so they need to help them. If you do this, we'll give you a button. Yeah. So apparently the people in the button uh, section of Disney were pissed because they're getting tired of getting... The Synergy people. Yeah, the button people were getting mad because they were getting rid of all the the magnets. So the button people said, we need something. And Disney said, we'll give you a button if they use mobile ordering. And they were like, that's great! We're in. Beginning now, Disneyland Resort is giving away exclusive buttons to annual pass holders who dine using mobile order. The buttons are available from select locations while supplies last. Mm-hmm. You got to be a pass holder and you got to be ordering from the right place to get your button. Right. Mobile order allows guests to place their food orders using the Disneyland app mm-hmm. on their smartphone. And then they pick up their order from a much shorter line. Annual pass holders even receive eligible discounts when using mobile order. Yeah. Good for them. The same thing here. Currently, buttons are only available at award wieners. I thought I was was bad with puns. Mm. Bayside Brews, the Corn Dog Castle, and Lucky Fortune Cookery, which sounds very racist. Right. Uh, mobile order is available at more than 25 locations at Disney Park, Disney California Adventure Park, the Disneyland Hotel, Disney's Grand Florid, excuse me, Grand Californian Hotel and Spa, but it's only available at those four places to get your buttons. Yeah. <laughs> if that was the case down here, I would have a quite a massive collection. I because that's how I do everything now. Yeah, as long as you're going to the specific spots to get your button, bro. I mean, well, all right. It's only at these four, and uh, wieners I like. That's okay. Corn dogs I like. Mm-mm. Uh, brews I like. Yeah, but it wouldn't. It wouldn't be that here. It'd be something like, um, what's the place that you don't go to eat? Anything in the Animal Kingdom. It'd be all Animal Kingdom places <laughs> for you. You want a button? You're gonna have to come to the Animal Kingdom, Tony. <laughs> I would order a soda at the one of those places and just walk away. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we're having some meetups. Get on your meetup. Oh, yeah. That's one of my favorite meetups. Uh, first up, July 20th, uh, 2 p.m. at Sasagula Floatworks, where we're going to be serving up some free beignets. So stop by, 2 p.m. Then August 17th at 10 a.m., we are going to have breakfast with Goofy and his pals at Ravello at the Four Seasons. So please, if you do want to come, you have to email us. Otherwise, we won't know that you're coming. See how that works? You have mm-hmm. to tell us, mm-hmm. I'm coming. Mm-hmm. So email us at DisneyPucksPodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're working on uh, something for September. Mm. Now, John, when I say to you, uh, Cooks of Dublin, mm-hmm. what, what, what what's the first thing that comes to mind? Hot redheads. Okay. And uh, maybe any food? Fish and chips. Okay. What if I told you they were now serving six burgers? What? I've been to Ireland, bro. I don't ever remember eating a burger. Not one. Not, not two, two. Not three. Not four. Not five. Six. six burgers. Six. Cooks of Dublin, the most popular place to get fish and chips at Disney Springs, has added six bur- Where are they cooking these burgers? I only see fryers there. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, first up is The Beast, <laughs> which is a hand-battered sirloin burger with garlic mayonnaise. Balmoy 
Gourmet ketchup. It's got to be an Irish ketchup. Uh, mixed greens for a mere twelve forty-five. Then you have the beauty. Get that? The beast of beauty. Mm-hmm. The grilled sirloin burger with Balmol. Balmol. Bally, I think it's Ballymo. 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 Oh, wait, wait. It's Bally. Okay, it's a typo. Ballymolo. It's Ballymo in the beast. It's Ballymolo. Ballymolo gourmet ketchup. Dubliner cheese. I'm assuming that's an Irish cheese. Garlic mayonnaise and mixed greens for twelve forty-five. Mm-hmm. Next up, you have the brave. Which wasn't she Scottish? Yes. Yeah. Which is uh, buffalo tossed fried chicken and cashel blue Irish cheese. That's not even a burger. All right. Then you have the enchanted, which is grilled chicken breast, the chipotle aioli, and crunchy red cabbage slaw. Mm-hmm. You have the incredible. I don't think they were Irish, <laughs> which is a grilled sirloin burger with Jameson Irish whiskey barbecue sauce. Hey, now. Now we're getting on our Irish. Yeah, now you go. Uh, onion ring and a Dubliner cheese with arugula. Mm-hmm. Then you have the Marvel. I don't think any of them were. And, I- the, picks, <laughs> and the picks are. <laughs> which is fried chicken, pickled red onions, and bacon jam. Oh, bacon jam is the stuff of kings and queens. <laughs> That is only eleven forty-five. That's the bargain yeah. out of these six. I'd like the Marvel, please, yeah. with extra bacon jam. Yep. So have no fear. Their specialty meat pies, along with their battered <laughs> burgers and other famous one-on-one meals, are still available on the new menu. Uh, I why I don't I don't get it. There's a burger place that you built that has burgers on the menu. There's too many people that are walking by that place going, fish and chips? No. And there's kids coming in there going, I don't want fish and chips. I don't want this. I don't want that. There's so nothing you have on a the... kid's burger. But, yeah. but To satisfy the kid. Well, the, kid, the problem is the kids are growing up. Then go to the burger place. Yeah. Well. Uh, okay, so there's been a new menu release for Docking Bay 7 Food and Cargo in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. Here. At Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. Docking Bay 7, food and cargo. Quick service. Gotcha. With less than two months to go until opening day, Walt Disney World has released the menu for Docking Bay 7, food and cargo, the largest food location that will be inside Star Wars Galaxy's Edge when it opens at Disney's Hollywood Studios on August 29th. Do they have a Docking Bay 7? Yeah. Do they? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. At yeah. the other. They're you know what I meant, right? Identical. The menu mimics the Disneyland Park version. Well, if I'd have just kept reading, <laughs> I would have sounded like a complete identical. idiot. Identical. <laughs> they can't be identical because one side's got Pixar. Anyway, <laughs> the menu mimics the Disneyland Park version of the eatery with just a few exceptions, uh-huh. including the price. Oh yeah, of beverages. Missing from the menu is the Felution Garden Spread, a lunch-only vegetarian dish that our friends found tasty. Hmm. Guests who prefer vegetarian options will be happy to know, however, that the Ithorian Garden Loaf, which is only served at dinner in Disneyland, will also be served at lunch on the East Coast. Right. The same is true for the braised shack roast. Uh, shack? Shack. <laughs> the shack burger. Oh, it's terrible. It's terrible. Which terrible. will be offered America. for both lunch both lunch and dinner at Hollywood Studios. And we're still waiting to see more menu items, <coughs> uh, more menus uh, from the other dining locations at Galaxy's Edge, including the Ronto Roasters and Ogus Cantina. Yeah, we assume they're going to be the same. 
Well, I, I would assume so. Here's Except the, for the one vegetarian yeah, item. Yeah, here's the funny thing. Uh, Felution Garden Spread mm-hmm. doesn't tell me anything. Yeah, doesn't you know, say what it is. What is it? Is what it, is it in, in is earth? Is it a pate? Is it a meat? Is it a right. butter spread? Is it a bacon jam? Uh, yeah. Who Do, knows? Doesn't, who yeah. knows? You'll only know in space. In space, no one can hear you barf. Yeah. So uh, last week, uh, uh, Disney made quite a few announcements on things closing in Epcot. Maybe we should just tell you the things that are open. Be quicker. <laughs> and we can <laughs> make the story about 10 seconds long. Mm. All right, so this is, uh, we all know Epcot 2.0 is coming. We all know we're going to hear something spectacular at the expo announcement. Mm -hmm. Uh, But this is what we know is closing uh, in anticipation of this announcement. Some things are going now. Some things are going a little bit later. But most everything in the front of the park is going. All right. Uh, First up is an electric umbrella, which is closing November 23rd. Uh, Fountain View, which is Starbucks, is closing November 23rd. Club Cool is closing September 8th. Uh, Club Cool will be incorporated into new offerings as part of Epcot's evolution, but will not be in a temporary location. Additional details about the transformation will, like we said. Uh, Character Spot is closing September 8th, but we'll get to that in a second. Colortopia is closing September 8th. Uh, Nonzo Break, Nonzo, Nunzio, Nunzio Break <laughs> is closing September 8th. Mouse Gears <gasps> is moving to a temporary home this winter while its existing location is reimagined. Wow. The biggest in park at Disney store is closing. Everything changes. Yeah. So you can expect a good dip in sales. <laughs> a little bit. Uh, the Art of Disney is moving to the Heritage Manor in the American Adventure Pavilion. So that's that store all the way in the back, that little thing next to uh-huh. It's going there. Eww. Yeah, that's far, far away from where they are. That will be a, another dip in sales. Yes, huge. Uh, as part of the... Oh, remind me. I got something to tell you. Okay. As part of the ongoing transformation of Epcot, the Art of Disney will operate temporarily from its new location while the refurbishment is underway. Heritage Manor will later become the new home of the Art of Disney offerings. So there you go. Uh, Pin Central, that's that little kiosk thing there, is moving to a temporary home this fall and will move to the camera center permanently. Yikes. Well, nobody has a camera anymore, right? Mm, fair enough. Uh, as part of the ongoing transformation of Epcot, Pin Center will operate temporarily with, from a new location while the refurbishment is underway. The camera center will close this fall and become the new home for Pin Central. And then, believe it or not, the Fountain of Nations is closing September 8th. <laughs> now, listen, I think that's a horrible idea. I really do. I remember as a kid, they used to have shows, stage shows. You know, they'd come parading out like bands and things or or characters and have shows up there. Why? 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 You're going to take the whole fountain out? Well, you know, can't always. Get, hey, look, dude, the people that were passionate about the. Take the fountain out in the front, in front of Spaceship Earth, and make that a nice big flat area. <clears throat> Leave that fountain in the back. I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know. Unless either. they turn it into Stark's world for 
Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. So the attractions <laughs> will be open, like Soren, sure. the land, yada, yada. But everything else, like we've been saying, those innovation pavilions all go bye, bye, bye. You're going to be literally walking through construction walls for the next two years. Yeah. That's yeah. going to be crazy. Yeah. And there'll be, uh, the land will be, the land and the test track kiosk will be, I think, the only place for food. Oh you know, quick service food. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, continuing on, the Epcot character spot is going to be closing temporarily beginning September 8th to move to a, a temporary location. That's been confirmed. Uh, we already know Electric Umbrella. Uh, Tony just read the story. Electric Umbrella mm-hmm. Fountain View are set to close later this year. And uh, they've now confirmed. Have we confirmed? Is this a legit confirm? Or yeah, no, like, this Disney Parks blog confirmed. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, that Epcot character spot is going to close temporarily this fall as well. Walt Disney World's official statement reads, During the exciting exciting transformation of Epcot, meet Disney pals at the Epcot Center, Epcot character spot will temporarily close beginning on September 8th. You can enjoy meeting some of your favorite Disney characters at other locations throughout Epcot. Like, but not limited to, mm-hmm. Minnie Mouse will move to the World Showcase gazebo. I think that's the one... That's where... What's his Where face? Duffy used to be. Dust, yeah, Duffy. Yeah. Daisy Duck will move to the American Adventure Pavilion in the back. Mm-hmm. While new locations are being developed for Mickey Mouse and Goofy, they will be uh, temporarily appearing at Innovations West. Mm-hmm. All uh, In the near future, Mickey Mouse will move to an all-new location in the Imagination Pavilion. What? Figment and Mickey in the same building? Kinky. Uh, Goofy will venture out into the park. <laughs> Gosh, why am I being chased by all these people? <laughs> uh, Joy. Yeah, the uh, yeah from yeah yeah inside from out. the inside out will move to a joyous new home. That is so churchy; it's not even mm-hmm. funny. And the United Kingdom Pavilion will welcome back Winnie the Pooh, who gave guests at, uh, will greet guests at Christopher Robin's bedroom. Beginning in September of 2019. Hey now, bro. Hey. <laughs> oh, bother. I can't yeah. do a good Winnie the Pooh. So, uh, you know, remember the old uh, thought that Epcot had no characters, and now they're squirting the characters all over the place? <laughs> can't believe you just I know what you meant, but I just, it sounds so bad. I just... All right, hey, this is good news. Uh, the north entrance to Walt Disney World is set to open this week. Mm. This is that sneaky road we've been talking about. Sneaky dicky. By, uh, f- on f- off of Floridian Way there. So uh-huh. a new roadway uh-huh. that will effectively act as the northern entrance to Walt Disney World yeah. will open July 10th. The roadway will essentially provide a bypass past the backstage area, allowing guests to travel from Reams Road to Floridian Way. Nice. As neighborhoods north of Walt Disney World have built up over the past five years. God, yes. More and more guests have been using the Reams Road backstage entrance, which I think scares Disney because people are weaving their way through areas they're not supposed to be, uh, is now a entrance mm. to Walt Disney World property. In addition to bypassing the backstage area, the new road will allow traffic to continuously flow from Floridian Way to Reams Road during perimeter fireworks, even. 
until the fireworks go off and then people start wrecking because they're watching fireworks and not paying attention to the road. Yeah. Or they're parked on the side of the road to watch the fireworks go off. Yeah, they're going to have to station security there. Or put up electric fences or barbed wire or landmines or something. Just remember, kids, don't whiz on the electric fence. During uh, the uh, not-so-scary or, you know, whatever. Uh, traffic would either uh, have to detour nearly 45 minutes around the blockade uh, during the fireworks. Uh, now you don't have to, you know, just uh, zip down, you know, the northern entrance as they're calling it. Hmm. I think this is great. I, th- yes, everybody. I, I, I cut through the back. I do all the time to go to Reams Road. Yeah, uh, cut to my house. Yeah, I poke around around the back area. In mm-hmm. places I'm probably not supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you don't have a gate there, Disney, so let's have at it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, so. Do it. I, when I saw the barricades up, I'm like, oh, oh, that'll be cool. That'll be a straight shot right out the rings. Yeah, so, I'm excited by that. Yeah. That's good stuff. Okay, so I know that with the, <laughs> by the way, nobody is, is weighing in on the my aerial or not my aerial. Mm. Chickens. <laughs> Just a bunch of chickens. <laughs> They're, th- these are our fans, and I love them. Mm-hmm. But they're definitely Disney fans. Mm-hmm. Both and. Mm-hmm. Both and. I love them. Hashtag yeah. not my arrow. Hashtag my arrow. Right. Weigh in. I'd love to know. Yeah. Uh, in news in my world, in, at least in the Casa Donahue house, or we're calling it Hale Donahue, which is Hale, which is uh, Hawaiian for home, uh-huh. Donahue home, Donahue Hale for our Ohana. Uh, this rocked our world. I about wrecked the car when I saw this. Yeah. Oswald the Lucky Rabbit TV show mm. is coming to Disney Plus <laughs> streaming service. And it can't come fast enough. Yeah. November's uh, coming. Um, Oswald the Lucky Rabbit is coming to the Disney Plus streaming service. According to a Twitter post, Christopher Painter's online resume has confirmed he will be the writer for an upcoming nice. Oswald the Lucky Rabbit show. Also... Voice actor Eric Bauza replied to a tweet stating that he will be working on the upcoming project as well. Uh, thoughts were, uh, thoughts are that the D23 Expo uh, will reveal more. Uh, no official word has been released from Disney. And there's no idea when it would air. But dude, an Oswald the Lucky... Now granted, it's probably going to be in the new yeah. Mickey style. And yeah. I don't care. Yeah. An Oswald... What does Oswald the Lucky Rabbit sound like? I don't know. That's going to be so cool. We've never heard them. I'm looking forward to this. So, I mean, I, I wonder was... if there are uh, recordings of Oswald. I mean, he was a Disney character. He must yeah. have must have been in the talkies. I'm sure that our great audience can probably find some stuff and share some links. Mm. But um, I am so looking forward to this show coming out on the Disney streaming service. Yeah. We should have a little countdown clock on the podcast. Uh, what's it? Uh, November twelfth. Twelfth. Yeah. yeah, something like that. <sighs> yeah, I think I have it on my calendar. <laughs> All right. Hey, we got a little bit more news about this uh, alleged uh, Star Wars Galaxy Edge Passholder Preview registration, which is you know everybody's like, is it now? Is it now? Is it now? I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? <laughs> Uh, so get ready to blast off to a galaxy far, far away. Away. Sorry, buddy. Uh, Star Wars Galaxy Edge is set to open next month, August 29th. 
What does that date mean to you, August 29th? August 29th? Besides Galaxy's Edge opening. End of summer? The first Halloween party. Holy cats. And food and wine starts. Food and wine starts that night? Good God <laughs> almighty. <laughs> so they're hoping, hey, we have some other things over here. Yeah. Can we look at these shiny new things over here? Yeah. <laughs> hey, guys, you want to come play over at Epcot? Uh, Hello, guys. Guys, we got a whole park here. Half of it's closed. Guys. Hello. <laughs> Food and wine. Club yeah. cool. You don't want to get hammered over here? <laughs> Hello. How's it going over at Magic Kingdom? It's great. Marco. Polo. Alright, there's a great news, uh, though, for pass holders with the Platinum Pass and above. Uh, Yay. The, the only thing above that is a Platinum pa- Plus. <laughs> the only thing above that is Bob Iger. <laughs> and a Premier Pass. There's and, only two other things. And Bob Gurr. <laughs> and Bob Gurr, right. <laughs> What's above Platinum Plus? Bob Gurr. Yeah. I guess that our Platinum, Platinum Plus, or Premier will be able to register for an online exclusive preview this summer. The Star Wars Galaxy Edge Pass Holder Preview will be on select dates uh, this August inside Galaxy's Edge at Hollywood Studios. An email will be sent out to those eligible for the preview event. Sweet. Here are important things regarding the preview from Disney. How to register. Email invitations with registration details will be sent out later this summer. If you are el- if you are a eligible pass holder and would like to register a guest to accompany you, that guest must also be a valid platinum, platinum plus or premier pass holder listed on your family and friends and have opted in to share all my plans with you. Mm. Okay? Mm -hmm. So you can't invite your silver friends because they don't have a platinum pass, which I think is bad form. Guys, (laughs) I have a silver pass. Can I come to Star Wars? No. Please? (laughs) Hashtag not you. I like Star Wars too. <laughs> Hashtag getting a long line. Jeez. <laughs> Important information. Advance registration will be required. Mm. So don't t- just show up and say, I'm here. Platinum, Platinum Plus, and Premier Pass holders must register online for one event. Un. One event. But if you and your wife have one, is it one event each pass holder? That's what happened with some friends of ours. Or one per family? That's a great question. I would go until they say no. Exactly. Valid annual passes and a photo ID are required at check-in for each (coughs) pass holder and pass holder guest. Reservations are limited and are subject to availability, which means they will go like there's no tomorrow. They will go faster than <laughs> 12 parsecs. Yeah. Uh, activities and attractions are subject to change without notice. There's only one attraction. If you take that away, there's no point to going. Yeah, whatsoever. 
All right. Well, I mean, there's there, you buy a lightsaber for two hundred dollars. Yeah. Uh, when the email is sent out, the space available for this preview event will be gone quicker than you can say hyperspace. Hyper what? Where'd it go? <laughs> Make sure to have your My Disney Experience account set up in advance with guests you will be wanting to take. Also, make sure that they are Platinum Pass holders or above, so time to upgrade. Guests cannot <laughs> accompany you unless they are also Platinum or Platinum Pass holders above. Star Wars Galaxy Edge is going to be absolutely amazing. Um, and it will be such an experience before the crowds on opening day. Mm. Are you excited about the Pass Holder Preview? Mm-mm. Drop us a comment. For all the vitriol and social justice that Disney tries to do, mm. they pull a stunt like this. I just think it's hilarious. <laughs> you can't come in here unless you pay X amount of money. Mm. I just think it's great. I mm. think it's hilarious. Yeah. What do I, you guys think? Leave us a comment. I think this is what they should have done. I think they should have platinum days and then gold days and then silver days. Mm-hmm. And there could have been more platinum days, you know, and if you wanted to punish the gold and silver for not being platinum, you could have had, well, less people or less days, you know, to make the pain a little bit more painful. Is there really that big of a deal? You know, I mean, how many days are they going to be doing this? A week, two weeks, three weeks? Okay. Yeah, they it, did it two or three weeks for Toy Story, and the same thing with Pandora. I mean, so we, what's the big deal? We went into Pandora. What's the big deal? What is the big deal? Less crowd. I mean, I just less crowd. See one attraction, and then when the other one opens, then that's the only thing you have to do because you've seen everything else. Right. <laughs> Whatever. At least once. Uh, I'm okay. That's okay. That's fine. That's fine. I'll just watch Star Wars movies at home. And- do much Chewbacca yell. Uh, Apple Hills and Marvel have teamed up for some new ice cream flavors. Nice. There is no nepotism, synergy, Bob Igerness at all happening here. <laughs> Apple Hills and Marvel have teamed up to create some amazing new flavors. As Marvel moves into its 80th anniversary, Ample Hills Creamery is celebrating by introducing three new ice cream flavors based off of Marvel superheroes. I have not read into the story, mm-hmm. but I'm going to guess. Okay. Okay. One of them uh, is either Iron Man or Captain America. Am I correct? Uh huh. One of them is Black Panther. Uh huh. The other one is Captain Marvel. No. Newer. Newer than Captain Marvel? Mm hmm. Spider Man? Mm hmm. Really? Uh huh. Wow. Sexist. 80 years ago, Marvel published their first ever comic book, Marvel Comics Number 1. Since that legendary day, Marvel stories have shown us that we can be anyone or do anything. All we have to do is trust in the power within us. Ample Hills Creamery shared on their website, We're proud to celebrate 80 years of Marvel Comics with the Marvel Collection 3-pack. Celebrating with Marvel has been a dream come true for a bunch of comic book fans like us especially for our founder, Brian Smith, a former sci-fi movie writer. With three brand new flavors inspired by Black Panther, Captain America, and the Spider-Man, uh, the Marvel Collection 3-pack is a tasty tribute to the stories that show us we can be heroes. Uh, to commemorate the 80th anniversary of Marvel Comics, we've teamed up with Marvel to churn 
Three brand new flavors inspired by uh, superheroes, Black Panther, Captain America, and Spider-Man. A lot of repetition in this story. Ample Hill's descriptions of the new ice cream flavors and their inspirations are leaving our mouths watering. With its stunning black raspberry base, the Black Panther ice cream captures the bright purple color of T'Challa's heart-shaped herb. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Without using any artificial colors, the Captain America ice cream celebrates Steve Rogers' home of 1940s Brooklyn. And uh, what's it? Gray? It tastes like soap. Uh, And Spider-Man ice cream highlights Peter Parker's love of his Aunt May and her treasured recipe for cherry pie. That's a stretch. Mm. Uh, it celebrates the event even... They're f- making the story fit the ice cream. Correct. <laughs> to celebrate the event even further, Ample Hills has a special surprise for the folks who placed the first 500 orders of the Marvel Collection 3-pack. In the 80 years of Marvel Comics, so many artists have lent their talent to creating the comic book worlds we love. An outstanding amount of skill goes into making every panel. Our greatest thrill with this collection was to celebrate with Marvel to create original comic panels that wrap around the print containers. Working closely with Marvel creative team, our employee, Forrest, used traditional watercolors to capture the retro style of the comic book masters. The first 500 orders will receive a collectible print of the Marvel collection three packs original artwork oh nice please buy me this uh to order your own three pack or find out more information on the new marvel inspired ice cream flavors from ample hills creamily you can check the website by going to amplehills.com slash products slash the dash marvel dash collection dash three dash pack what a horrible uh i got my ample hill six pack on do you now (laughs) Um, let's see. Do you want to know the price on the, the three pack? Oh, let me guess. Uh, let's see. It's three ice creams, half gallon. Uh, it's 80 years, $80. Close. It's 45 bucks. And the shipping? $45? Shipping is included. What? I know, right? Uh, no, that can't be right. Nope, seriously. Seriously. You know how expensive it is to ship ice cream? Apparently very. It, it it's very because uh, they got a <coughs> it's uh, dried ice which is a chemical which has to be sent very quick because it can't you know can't go ground mm-hmm. you'll mm-hmm. get melted melty melt Marvel soup not ice cream yeah that's okay <laughs> uh, I I really unless I, you bring it back into its carbon state <laughs> I love the fact I love the fact that they're doing Black Panther mm. and Captain America mm. and all that good stuff. I wish comic book fans mm. would have really loved to see a Stan Lee. Mm. Uh, would have loved to seen a uh, oh crap, his name just went off the top of my head. Um, chat room probably gets it. Mm. Several of the artists. Mm. Um, oh crap, I can't think of his name. Oh well, would love some of the artists. Like yeah. there should have been a Stan Lee. Yeah, like call it the Marvel Stan Lee collection. Right. Or, yeah. Um, that would have been kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, any interest in this? I uh, uh, I like ice cream. <laughs> yeah, Stanley, Steve Ditko. Yeah, Steve. and uh, oh, jeez, what's his name? I wonder if they'll have any of these flavors at uh, our Amp Hill. I don't know. That'd be kind of nice. Mm. Uh, I would love. I mean, to I get... don't need the whole container, but I'd like to try it. 
Yeah. Uh, you know what? I think our I think I found our September meetup place. Ample Hills. Mm-hmm. Sweet. Let's do it. Yep. All right. You ready? Yes. How about a little headline news? And now the headline news. All right. You ready? Yeah, I, I said the intro. Okay. <laughs> Hit it, bro. The Lion King and Jungle Festival swings into Disneyland Paris. These are two like little things they're doing for the Lion King. Jungle Festival. Yeah. O-E-O-E-O. Uh, have you seen the pictures of monorail silver? Yeah. How long do you think <laughs> those vinyl-wrapped seats will last? What day is it? <laughs> I all right. So Monorail Silver uh, has a brand new look. Great. And uh, the benches, which were not a nice hard plastic, which was for wear and tear purposes, obviously, uh-huh. have now been wrapped with a vinyl mm-hmm. plush coating, mm-hmm. uh, which I don't think it's going to last very long. We'll see. We'll see. How and the works. floors have been laminated, and there's new carpeting. Disney must have like a a, 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 a lamination factory because yeah. they laminated the floors and the buses. Too. Yeah, yeah. They say, "Oh wait, we can laminate the floors of things." <laughs> Get us all the buses and monorails. <laughs> Get me some floor laminate. <laughs> Uh, hey, the final performance of the March of the Final Order at Hollywood Studios happened on July 6th. <sighs> this is not the parade you're looking for. Uh, they said uh, this will happen uh, now on Batu. They have to move to another galaxy. They're flying them out. Yeah. Milton Kwan, a Disney animator who worked on Dumbo and Fantasia, died at a hundred and Five. God bless you, man. Yeah, man. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you for two great movies. Those were good. Uh, the Calypso Pool over at uh, the All-Star Music will be closing in late 2020 for a big rehab. Mm. It, I don't can't remember the last time this pool's been rehabbed. Probably needs it. Yeah. Probably been a long time. Long time coming. Mm-hmm. Uh Construction begins now on the Tron Costa show building. Mm, yeah. All the little walls are going up. New Star Wars patch set arrived at Disneyland uh, in uh, Batu. How could you tell? There's 700 merchandise products there. Oh, there's more than that. <laughs> there's way more than that. Uh, lime Dole Whip Margarita. What? Did you just say? Lime Dole Whip Margarita is at the Poly. Again, that's two things we missed. I know, right? We missed the Stitch (laughs) ice cream and the Dole Whip Margarita. It's like, what? We can't cut a break here? Dang it. Uh, Alexander Skarsgård? Skarsgård. In talks for live-action Hercules. Uh, I love this idea. Yeah? Yeah. Have you seen a picture of this dude? Yeah. Totally he, can pull it off. Yeah. I was thinking the guy from uh, Aquaman could have done it, too. Uh, yeah, there's probably a little problem. Well, no, that's just a Disney movie. Yeah. He would have been great. What's his name? Uh, Jason Momoa. Mm. Yeah. Jason Momoa. Well, The Rock. The Rock would have been good. 
the rock would have been great the problem with uh with this is he already starred in a tarzan movie uh, <clears throat> did a great job yeah you know typecasting and this is a rumor so don't oh, send the hate mail yet oh god but you can wait because it's gonna come you oh, god they're in possible talks of making a live action nightmare before christmas but it's not nightmare before christmas it's the nightmare before my nightmare it's it's uh it's movie it's uh it's a movie that takes place after oh. <laughs> i am not down with this i'm no. not down with lilo and stitch oh. how how are you going to do jack jack is going to have to be cgi yeah and sally yeah. I'm uh, dumbfounded by this. There's one other item that uh, I left off this was, I thought was, uh, it was... So my head wouldn't explode? Yeah. Thanks. Uh, over in the Magic Kingdom, they came out with, um, I think it was over a Tortuga area. Uh, the Redhead ice cream, Redhead's Revenge ice mm-hmm. cream. Mm-hmm. And did you see the thing they were putting on the ice cream? No. Well, everybody was complaining that it looked like female body parts. Oh my God! Seriously, so a <laughs> couple days later, that thing was removed, and they put on now the new uh, waffle chip with you know a character on. Oh, it. that's a great idea. Yeah, <laughs> because everybody was like, "What the hell is that on my?" Oh internet? my God! Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, so you saw that? Thought that was a good idea. Uh, apparently, somebody. Oh, thing. I get it. It's her hat. Yeah. Doesn't look like a hat. It should have been flat, not... Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, so you can all go Google that yourselves and go look at it, but I just thought I'd mention that. You got to see it to believe it. (laughs) And it's not going to be shown on this podcast because (laughs) we don't want to have... We don't want Facebook to to ding (laughs) us. Yeah, Yeah. or anything else. Oh, my good Lord. Who approved this? uh, Bob Tappick, probably. (laughs) Oh, dear God in heaven. (laughs) So that's it. Uh, anything else you have, John? No, I can't get, I can't unsee this. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, guys, we appreciate you guys watching. I'm trying really hard to poke that out of my mind's eye. Uh, come find us over on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. No. Yeah. Instagram, YouTube, uh, and Facebook at Disney Parks Podcast on Instagram. On Twitter, we are Disney podcaster come find us over at disneyparkspodcast.com you can find all of our sponsors as well as links to our amazing uh sponsor destinations to travel links to our show notes uh posts and archives for our podcast as well as go to patreon.com slash disneyparkspodcast if you like what we do here it's a great way to support the show uh every dollar helps it helps get us uh keep us on the air for free and do some really cool things uh like what we're doing with the beignets uh other than that my friends if we don't see you online buying a really silly looking hat on a ice cream god help us all if we don't see you online we'll see you in the parks The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. (laughs) 